Hello and welcome to the Proximo Weekly Debrief with me, George Kachadurian, Senior Content Manager at Proximo, bringing you all of last week's highlights across the world of energy, infrastructure and project finance. Kicking off this week with Credit Agricole, who have closed the syndication of a 1.1 billion euro financing for Société de Développement pour Accès l'Infrastructure Fibre, or SDAIF, also known as the Asterisk Project. Vauban Infrastructure Partners and Brieg Telecom have a joint venture and will de deploy FTTH networks in medium-dense areas in France. SDAIF will acquire long-term access rights from Orange and rent them to retail operators. Wig Telecom is an anchor tenant and the financing includes 880 million euro of a 20-year capex facilities with 400 million privately placed to international infra debt investors, the remaining syndicated to commercial banks. Credit Agricole acted as sole underwriter, book runner and debt advisor to Vauban and facility. Angie has appointed Catherine McGregor as its new chief executive officer to succeed Isabel Cocker, who left the company eight months ago. She'll resume the role from January 1st, and McGregor currently heads Technip Energies, a branch of the Technic, Technic MFC Petroleum Services Group, after spending 23 years with petroleum services company Schlumberger. Other candidates for the position include Gwenal Avis Ue, who heads the renewable energies business of Angers, Laurent Guyot, deputy managing director of Saint-Gobain, and Catherine Guyard, head of the Parisian transport company RATP. Sticking with Angers, Angers Brazil Energia has scheduled two auctions to contract renewable energy to meet demand in Brazil's southeast and midwest markets. On the 27th of October, Angers will host an, an, an auction for projects under development, construction or operation to supply power from 2023 under 15-year PPAs. This will be followed two days later with an auction for traders, generators, independent and self-energy producers registered with the Brazilian Electric Power Commercialization Chamber, or CCEE, to supply power for five years from the beginning of 2022. Acuo Energy International is planning to implement a 1 billion euro renewable investment program in Greece over the next five years. The company has applied for an RES production licenses for wind and solar projects totaling 1 gigawatt and recently invested 150 million euros to acquire three wind parks in Pella, Central Macedonia. Aquo intends to develop 750 megawatts of solar in the country and is due to sign a cooperation agreement with Inel to develop a further 284 megawatts. The company is also interested in developing hybrid plants of solar power with energy storage on Greek islands not connected to the, to the national grid. It is already in talks with the market regulator and is waiting on the energy ministry to complete drafts for the institutional framework for the payment of output. The Green Investment Group of Macquarie and Siemens Smart Infrastructure and Financial Services have formed a joint venture to provide on-site energy as a service solutions for US corporate, industrial and institutional clients. Calibrant Energy will plan, design, build, own and operate clients' energy production and storage assets. Its technologies will include solar, integrated solar battery solutions, hybrid systems, standalone batteries, microgrids, combined heat and power and centralised heating and cooling infrastructure upgrades. 
A distributed energy venture would cost would provide cost certainty, resilience, and low-cost energy grid augmentation. Lightsource BP has closed a $285 million financing package for its 350-megawatt Bighorn Solar project in Colorado. The company secured tax equity financing for the project from Bank of America, while debt financing was provided by SMBC, SOCGEN and Export Development Canada, the country's ECA. Construction at the site in Pueblo has started and is expected to take one year to 14 months, with commercial operation expected by late next year. McCarthy Building Companies was selected by Lightsource as the engineering, procurement and construction contractor. The project involves the installation of nearly 750,000 Canadian solar bifacial solar panels on approximately 1,600 acres of land on the Evraz steel mill site, with some supplemental land provided by the city of Pueblo and private landowners. Back in Brazil, Gola Power will file an appeal following its disqualification by state-owned Petrobras from bidding on a lease for a regasification terminal in the Brazilian state of Bahia. Gola intends to force Petrobras to reverse its decision and allow it to submit to its proposal. The disqualification announcement comes after IGO Energy Executive Roberto Antonello stepped down after being linked to the Operation Car Wash corruption investigation. Gola stressed the matter related to six years before its JV with Stone Peak was formed. According to Petrobras, BP Energy de Brazil and Compass Energy, Gas and Energia of the COSAN Group also showed interest in the bidding process. Germany's Federal Network Agency has awarded 1.2 gigawatts of capacity in the three categories of tenders for renewable energy that closed on the 1st of September. The wind category was again undersubscribed with only 310 megawatts of projects entering bids for the available 367 of capacity. Awards were made to 22 projects with a combined capacity of 284 megawatts. Bids range from 0.0617 to 0.062 per kilowatt hour. Solar projects totaling 675 megawatts were made for the available 257 megawatts of capacity. Awards were made to 75 projects with 258 of capacity priced in the range of 0.048 to 0.0539 euros per kilowatt hour. And finally, a report by the Polish Wind Energy Association estimates that the country could meet 60% of its energy requirements through developing 28 gigawatts of offshore wind in the Baltic Sea by 2050. The European Commission has estimated the Baltic has a 93 gigawatt potential, although only 2.2 is operational and none of the capacity is in the relatively shallow Polish waters. Currently 12 projects are under development in the Polish Baltic, Grid connection conditions have been issued for seven projects with a total capacity of nearly 8 gigawatts and connection agreements have been concluded with the owners of two projects with a total capacity of 2.2 gigawatts. The report sees the key to developing the Polish potential as lying with the creation of a stable regulatory framework with a support scheme for investors. In addition, it suggests the removal of administrative barriers, a flexible approach to the width and migration corridors, and allowing wind projects to cohabit in areas designed, designated for military or oil and gas use. That concludes Proximo's weekly debrief. Thank you very much for listening, and you can find more of these stories at proximoinfra.com. Thank you. Bye-bye.